Hello, Vitamizers, and welcome back to the How Do You Health podcast. As always, I'm Allison here with Slenderella in Austin, Texas, and today's guest is so fun. Uh, This is actually our first time meeting him in person, but it definitely wasn't the last. He's been in Austin since we recorded this podcast. I believe he's actually leaving tomorrow, Um, but anyway, he's super cool, and I know you guys are going to love him. As always, though, before we get into it, The How Do You Health podcast is brought to you by Slenderella. Slenderella is a vitamin shot and IV blend that was designed to help your liver function optimally. It got its name when the creators started noticing that liver detox was causing many clients to lose weight. Now there is a whole line of different Slenderella blends that you can customize for your needs, as well as a supplement line to support all of your Slenderella goals. You can find distributors and more information at www.slenderellausa.com. This podcast is recorded at MSW Lounge. MSW Lounge is located in Westlake Hills in Austin, Texas. They provide a variety of services, including vitamin shots and IVs, the whole Slenderella family, concierge medicine, chiropractic, massage therapy, a vitamin drink bar, and tons of other local company offerings for ways to clean up your health and naturally stay that way for a long time. Find out more at www.mswlounge.com. This podcast is sponsored by Athletic Outcomes. Athletic Outcomes is Austin's boutique wellness studio focusing on functional fitness and sports recovery. Located in Southeast Austin, AO provides services such as personal training, group classes, pre and postnatal training, nutrition coaching, massage therapy, chiropractic, recovery compression boots, and MSW lounge vitamin shots. It's your one-stop shop for health and fitness. Check them out on social media at Athletic Outcomes to stay up to date on their events and programs. This podcast is produced by Flabs to Fitness, Inc. Flabs to Fitness is an online wellness company that specializes in mindful eating, personalized workout programs, and offers a subscription workout program for 20-minute workouts you can do anywhere. It's also a social media content firm for creation and scheduling of content and engagement with your fans on a variety of platforms, including this podcast. Find out more at www.flabstofitness.com. Okay, so our guest today is Tim Gray. I have a feeling I know very little about him still just because he's so cool and I think he's doing a lot of good in the world that he just doesn't even acknowledge. But Tim is the founder of the Health Optimization Summit, which is happening in London in September of 2019. So this year, uh, this is the first Health Optimization Summit that's ever happening. It's kind of going to be like the Bulletproof Conference or the Paleo Effects of Europe, basically. There hasn't really been anything like this. They do have a biohacker summit that happens there, but Tim wanted to to kind of have a different direction. But he's known as one of the top biohackers in Europe, and he owns a hyperbaric chamber facility as well for that type of therapy. And he's just very knowledgeable, super fun to talk to. And he came into MSW Lounge to get a vitamin IV the day after he landed in America. And little did he know we would put him on a podcast while he was getting that IV. But he's great. We've gotten to become friends with him since he's been here. And this is just a really interesting conversation between him and Nurse Doza and Baldo. So here they are. And I hope you learned some cool stuff about biohacking because I know I did. That's kind of how I look at it and say, well, then it's it's beneficial to do something like this to where if the research is there, why would you not emphasize it, right? Mm-hmm. And so I told him since day one, I was like, I don't want to be a trend. Mm-hmm. 
it just happened to be that this like blew up right around the time we started developing this idea. Mm -hmm. Austin, there's like five or six, you know, IV clinics. But mm -hmm. the thing is, I told him, I said, I don't want to do like, yeah, bachelor parties are cool, you know, because you get like a lot of people mm -hmm. and from a business standpoint, it makes sense. But like we have clientele that come in here that have seen us for years. And this is how they get their vitamins. Mm -hmm. You know, they take vitamins at home, but then they're also like, well, this is the best way to get it. I'll take mm -hmm. it this way. And then we'll go over labs. We do like, you know, we talk about mm -hmm. hormone balancing mm -hmm. and we talk about inflammation markers. And it's cool because I think the way that we're going to kind of stand the test is that we'll have data to mm -hmm. show everything yeah. we're doing. Well, that's, that's absolutely critical. I mean, it's funny because one of the, the things I often say is that we don't have a deficiency in X drug, whatever the drug sure. it might be. We have a deficiency in something. And that's why I like to go like on a metabolic, like a metabolomic test of why I, I like the Nutraval from Genova yep. Labs because, you, I mean, it tells you there's nothing. Like genetics can tell you what could go wrong, 20% based yeah. on epigenetics, obviously. Um, and health issues tells you something has gotten wrong, which then they have to figure out how to fix it. But metabolomics or intercellular tells you what's going on right now or what is yep. needed right now. And so I think for, for me, for an entryway, is, is whenever anyone says, oh, I've got this and that and the other, I say, okay, fine. All of that is just the effect, not the cause. Let's have a look on a cellular level. Oh, yeah. And then I get them to do the Nutraval test and the organic acids test and sometimes... Um, the 23andMe test if, yeah. I, if I sense that methylation is an issue and also a hair mineral analysis test to look to see if they've got mineral transportation issues from mercury or arsenic or whatnot. Yeah. So it's like really look at the picture and then go right let's fix the cells because obviously on the cellular level if there's mercury in there magnesium is never going to get in there which means they're going to be deficient of magnesium if they've had antibiotics because of all of this their gut won't be able to digest the food to get the minerals to get it into the cell in the first place so coming for iv is a great shortcut of getting it in there yeah. while they fix the gut in my opinion sure, um, sure so it's really really interesting when you look in that mindset and that's the data that makes it so powerful so i mean I yeah no that's, that's completely true yeah but you know what's amazing is uh the, the clinics that are in town, they're trying to go into that wellness approach too, and they're doing labs. And I don't know how it is in London, but like here, you can get labs direct to consumer, like 23andMe, right? Like, mm. I want a testosterone test, I'm just going to order it online now. I don't mm. have to go into a doctor's office. Mm. Is that how it is so, there? No. Uh, with, with some, 23andMe is a retail product, so yes, you can. Okay. But in metabolomics or a lot of them you can't. Some you can if you do it online, like for doctor's data which gotcha. is the hair mineral analysis test. There's now a place where you can sign up on their website and they order it for you and then just email it yeah. through with a scribble on it so they've seen it. <laughs> I mean, I, like, you know... I, it's it, a business. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but, but I think the other thing is is there's a lot of smart people rising up out of the ground that the world isn't used to seeing. And I think the internet is obviously connecting us all. Like, that's where biohacking has come from. Yeah. It's like people that have actually got a smart brain on them. They don't, re they realize that the, the, the standard route isn't helping them. And sure. then they're figuring this stuff out for themselves. And so I think the system isn't used to that still, but still trying to hold a grip on it because yeah. they, pharmaceutical obviously do have a strong, a strong grip. Yeah, but, oh, very much. So it's funny because someone said to me the other day, well, how can we change the pharmaceutical? And we're never going to be able to. And I said, no, you're not. On a top-down approach, it's impossible. Absolutely impossible. Changing them up here is impossible. Right. But when you're thinking about, for instance, uh, all of us lot, tracking our data, optimizing our health based on it, getting better and talking about it, that's the minutiae building up. Um, I mean, I can't really talk about some of that. Yeah, <laughs> sure, yeah. I forgot your recording. But, yeah. but the, point, the point is, is that uh, it's changing from the ground up. 
it's really changing from well, the ground it, up. And it's funny that you say that, uh, and I'm glad that you say that because a lot of times from like we have a lot of business owners that come here that are very successful and they always talk about like you should start at the top and that's how you change things and it's different in the medical industry because there's so much regulation mm. and now that you're trying to break the regulation of course there's gonna it's, it's just like at the top is where you can just like hammer things down and just like say no this is not mm. gonna work but, so but that's how it would work is from the bottom up but yeah i mean i think ultimately it's like there's there's many ways of affecting change but ultimately it's about the people yeah. and and i think that's why we have a voting system that's yeah. from the ground up although there is obviously controversial <laughs> around that area yeah. and how how, <laughs> you, how you manipulate the numbers of the people sure. that are voting but whatever um and i think or you can try and change at the government level um, and i think the, the health industry is exactly the same but i think and this is a i guess this is a cliche or a common thing that's said now but um yeah chronic illness is not good like doesn't really seem to work well with the pharmaceutical industry it was a big money maker but immediate emergency medicine is vital and i think that's where the balance is changing it's mm -hmm. like well actually we know like, i've had operations i've had to go oh. into hospital i've had to have iv antibiotics you know mm -hmm. all these things immediate medical issues i can't knock it yeah but for chronic again see reductionist medicine just doesn't work and i think uh, like we're affecting change on one side of that we yeah. can't on the other i think we need to keep one part as it is and yeah. change the other that's my opinion um and i think like the integrated medicine approach not functional so much but more integrated is um is what's going to be the future uh, yeah for instance so like with the conference is what like joe makoto saying to him the other week it's just like like what he's done online is incredible and like he has a lot of troubles with him a lot of different sources but he keeps on powering on and he's doing very well and he's helping spread information about all these issues no one's doing that in the real world which is with the health optimization summit we're um built an algorithm in the background so that for instance if someone comes along and they've got brain fog to a health optimization conference they go and see andrew hill for neurofeedback or they go and see someone on smart drugs or whatever mm -hmm. or what we're doing is the algorithm in the background we will find out what their goals are for the conference i.e i want to fix my brain fog and my energy, but well, we know we can't obviously say we fix anything. We can't. We, sure. You can't prom ever promise that. But if they register that they've got brain fog, we know that could be a gut issue. So yeah. you say go and see the talk on the microbiome, and go and see the, this brand of probiotics because it may help you in your journey. Yeah. So that's the integrated medicine or integrated health approach, and I think that is exactly what's needed for chronic. Yeah. But emergency medicine is absolutely. <laughs> I think that's cool. I think you're going to affect more people than, yeah. than practitioners were. I've always told Baldo this. Um, I mean, we, you can say what you want mm. to a certain extent, right? Mm. Like, I can't because I got a license behind mm. it, right? Mm. And so you talk about like a conference where you teach other people about the second brain connection and all that stuff. Most doctors have to go take a seminar to go mm. take, you know, to learn that stuff because you don't learn it in school. And, like, here, like, everyone online is talking about it. Everyone's posting about it on Instagram. Like, you're doing these summits here, you know, for someone that's, like, I've been to 10 doctors, and I haven't gotten the answer. And, like, you know, this person told me, like, like maybe listen to this guy on the Internet, and he might know what he's talking about. And all of a sudden, it helps them, right, which is crazy mm -hmm. because I'm sitting here, like, how can we get this out to more people, right? Mm -hmm. Like, how can we get the information that we know to more people? And I can't. I'm only one person, right? Mm -hmm. And that's why I was like, I think it's cool what you're doing because you're going to help 
you're going to help a lot of people get better. Well, that's that's, that's a key thing uh, actually. That um, is that I've had a friend, a friend. Uh, not f- this sounds really bad, but when your friends suddenly go from five to a thousand, yeah, yeah, you have to prioritize accordingly. And, <laughs> yeah. and I'll say tier two or tier sure, three, sure. tier two or tier three, if, tier three friend. Um, has been coming to me every day. I've got this going on. I've got this going on. I've got this going on with my health, and it's just like I, I had to say that, dude, come to the meetup. Here's the areas that you need to learn about, but I can't give you one-on-one advice because if I do, yeah. I can cope with ten people in my life, or I can try and affect a thousand people. Yeah. And if there's something in emergency, obviously I'm always here. But when it's just this, 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 this all the time, I can't do it. It's just, and that's why I'm very cognizant of that. Yeah. So it's. That's what I'm trying to achieve. Yeah. It's interesting because when I, I came from a sales background, and when I came, I moved from Houston to help him out, and um, I left everything over there. But my whole thing was like, we just got to keep it educational first mm. because like we're gonna make some money and we're gonna like mm. have fun with it. But at the same time, like we can't lose that part because it's like you said, whenever you have someone, it's important for the for the individual to want to research and and try different things for mm. themselves because. That's the only way that you can do it. Like, no one's going to care about your health more than you are, right? Like, yeah, that's self-motivation is the number one thing. Yeah. Is that exactly. It was like, there, I, there was, um, I had an interview done for the Times magazine, like, three or four months ago. And they didn't ask my back, well, they did ask my backstory, but let's just say it was 30 seconds. And I don't like going in, oh, this is where I was, and this is what's happening, life is so bad, blah, 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 yeah. blah. I don't like going into that. I just like going, here's what happened, here's how I fixed it. In this interview, she was asking me what my daily routine was like. So I said, okay, it literally said I would, I would be Neil and blah, blah, blah. I figured a load of stuff out. I wake up, I meditate for seven minutes in front of my red light. I, I go and do my chin-ups. I go and have my XYZ drink, bulletproof coffee, whatever, with this in it and that in. I use my human charger for blue light for my ears for, to reset my circadian rhythm, blah, blah, blah. They even misquoted that and said I use blue light in my ears to give me energy. Anyway, <laughs> so it went out and it went viral on Twitter. And... Um, they're basically saying this guy's a psychopath, like he's Christian Bale from American Psycho, basically <laughs> because there's no backstory to it, and um, and I think that I can't remember where I was going with it now. I feel like I'm high. Yeah. Up how, how, how did you uh, get into hyperbarics? Well, um, so hyperbaric was just uh, well. I mean, I'd been ill. I'd had mercury poisoning. No one knew what was wrong with me. I was forming kidney stones. I was on antibiotics and blah 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 blah. Went down the usual route. I spent probably three years researching it, figuring this stuff out, and then heard about bulletproof coffee and Dave Asprey. Got into the whole scene of that. Heard him talk about hyperbaric oxygen therapy. So I tried it and loved it. Absolutely loved it. Like it was, inc- <laughs> it was incredible, actually, really yeah. incredible. Overnight change for me. Um, so there was one, there was a clinic like two hours away. So I just said to the doctor, I want one in London. If I set it up, do you want to run it? And he was like, I'm in. So I built the business over three weekends, found the <laughs> clinic to do it, got it live. And because my background's always been marketing, digital marketing, I built a website myself, even though it's not my thing, I figured it out. And then yeah. did the marketing and filled the clinic up. Um, and so yeah so that's how I got into it and then I got to know Dom and all these guys in this space not because I was a biohacker just because of they're in the hyperbaric world as well oh, yeah, yeah. and then that gave me a bit of gravitas in this space um, that I knew what I was talking about and I carried on studying and then started the meetup group and next thing you know you're doing a conference and partnered with the two biggest brands in this space it's quite 
been an interesting, fun journey. I've just been following the fun. That's, That's awesome. Cool. That's um, really cool. Yeah, but I mean, hyperbaric is is definitely. Uh, I mean, for IV as well, it's complementary. If you put the right electrolytes in people, yeah, and then put them in a hyperbaric chamber, I mean, it's just like this. It's just like amazing. Oh That's yeah, cool. oh, amazing yeah. for obvious reasons. Oh I yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there, there's um, there's a lot of things that we want to add to this place. Mm. The hyperbaric would be a, a really cool ad feature. It's just I don't think we're gonna have enough space after a while to do not, it. Not yet. We've been here a year and a half. Yeah, really. Yeah, we we were we're smaller too, so like mm. we want to do. It. I think right now what we can probably afford to do, as far as space goes, is to do like an infrared light over there. You know, just mount one of those. I actually want to talk to Joe, uh, mm. and and I did last year. I did one of their panels, and mm. uh, man, I was buzzing after mm. I got done with the infrared. And I was like, mm. this is cool. I didn't talk to him then, but now I want to come back again. Like, hey. What do we got to do to make this happen in here? Because I know one panel, like you need like six of them to like make one like a little wall or something, right? Well, um, it's funny because this is Matt's and the ex the expert are the two of us on this. Yeah, I'm I'm the more extrovert vocal one. As you can probably tell. <laughs> <laughs> I know he's biding his time yeah. over there. He's taking uh, it all in. Um, he got <laughs> me like, into it. <laughs> Wait, so you got him into this? He, yeah, into the red into light. The red light. Oh, okay. Yeah. So why why what were you you've been doing it obviously? Well, right? yeah, I had but. You know, as you heard me say earlier, my, my background into all this is is through migraines, really, just yeah. trying to unlock the key that will that will fix that. And red light was was just another thing that I started researching. Yeah. And I just found it amazing. I really did. Right from the very first time I used it. And in fact, there's a lot of you know, there's there are some things in biohacking world which you you know, some people can take or leave and you know, is it really doing anything sure red light I know 100% it does it really does you know it depends what you you're using it for sure um, so my wife is a great example she bruises very easily shortly after I got the red light and she's very skeptical about anything that I'm kind of into <laughs> nature. she likes to question it but um, so she bruises very easily she fell over in a loading bay hit her head on a concrete grip on a concrete step yeah um, and I suggested to her that she use the red light oh she would have been bruised for a long a long long time mm. she cut her lip she used the red light for a week and it was a major transformation she just could not believe it she couldn't either so she carried on using it and then after a month she said to me I think my lines on the side of my eyes are going <laughs> yeah that's cool yeah that's awesome. it's a red light I really it's one of the ones that I really subscribe to yeah mm. I, d I dig it too well I used to meet these gentlemen and I, it's kind of funny because it's almost like the Krauss thing that you were talking about earlier cruise or whatever and uh, they were like only take cold baths only take cold showers yeah and I was like well I take hot showers like you don't need to take hot showers mm. you should only do cold showers and I was like no that doesn't make any and he explained it to me I was like Heat is very beneficial. Mm. It's a huge detoxifier. Mm. Why in the world would you like not give that to your body? Yeah, you know. And the infrared is cool because I learned about cold laser therapy mm -hmm. and how it penetrates the cells on, on right. the layers. Yeah. And it's like, man, it's almost rejuvenating to the point where, um, like mitochondrial rejuvenation right. to yeah. the same sense of like almost like stem cells, like minor minor forms of stem cell rejuvenation. Mm -hmm. I thought that was cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think cold for me the way the way I find cold showers helpful or, or even just like uh, ice baths is the it's, it's almost for the practice of of, uh, of controlling your nervous reactions mm -hmm. to 
stimuli, right? And then it's just to be able to like be cognizant of, hey, uh, I don't need to be pissed off right now for this guy cutting me off on the road or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, just little things like that, like those natural reactions, just because it's like you have to. You know, how do I not shake so much when I'm yeah. having this cold shower? Yeah, I think cold showers, once you get used to them, they help you deal with a shock yeah. situation because after a while you, you kind of go, just breathe. Yeah. Whereas at first you're like, yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think personally that it's, um, it's about mimicking, and I, I always say this exact thing, it's about mimicking a natural environment in an unnatural world. Everything is everything that we're doing now is mimicking a natural environment and an unnatural world, and I keep on saying it, and it feels like I say it so many times. But every single thing that we're doing is like red light, sunset, blue light, sunrise. If we don't get it, well, we get seasonal affective disorder in one yeah. and, and healing issues with the other. Um, yeah, grounding negative, yeah. negative electrons from the earth, it, oh, yeah. like no sunlight, no positive photons from the sun. You know, like your mitochondria don't get charged. Um, IV trying to get water in you that was high in minerals because we're not drinking water from the stream. Yeah. Um, you know, whatever it may be, all the the nutrients that's right for our gut. And we're not we're using fridges that that keep our food pristine and uh, bacteria free, even though they were picked and left it in the side of our cave for days to ferment naturally. So we're eating kombucha, we're drinking kombucha and eating sauerkraut. Yeah. You know, all these things we're doing is just trying to drag us back to where we came from everything is and i think that's like with the the red light it just shows the importance of sunlight that we don't get depending on our genetics and where which is why like prostate cancer rates for uh, african men in northern countries is the worst out of everywhere and that comes back to sunlight deficiency or vitamin d deficiency they say specifically i think it's bigger than just vitamin d but it's just really interesting how like like we're all in different places around the globe. <laughs> we're yeah. getting different sunlight to what we actually need. So it's just, it's, everything comes back to that. Oh, yeah. So like oh, yeah. high intensity training, you run after something to kill it, and then you sit back down and you eat it, and you might just eat meat one day or vegetables the other day. And, you know, it's everything. That, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We've had a lot of primal talks. Uh, there was one debate between people, they were talking about eating the way that our ancestors ate. So you can't do that nowadays because we're all different. Like the, the whole guts change, like you've adapted. It's like there's no way you could eat even raw meat back in the day or barely cooked meat, like not with what's going on now. And I, I see how we've evolved toward it and I see the primal aspect of, you know, doing um, what's the, the primal movements, you know, and doing those exercises, going outside in your bare feet, touching the ground, like walking around. Because you don't do that anymore. Like it's just so odd. Like... You know, you would have a freaking game, a virtual game for mowing the lawn. You know, you'd play on your phone before you actually go outside and, like, mow your own yard. You know, like, it's just, it's just, it's very <laughs> odd. It's very odd. But I, I think the, the whole primal lifestyle, you know, like, it's one, like, branch of paleo, right? Like, you can be as primal mm-hmm. as you want to. It's like the carnivore diet, right? Like, that's yeah, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's funny, actually. I think paleo, I, I think um, vegan is, is bonkers. I think carnivore is bonkers. I think they all are. But I think they all have their place. <laughs> sure. Like, for instance, go vegan for three weeks you know to yeah. cut a lot of the toxicities out sure. and so that you actually eat enough vegetables and not just a steak with two lettuce leaves on the side and which is what most people do uh, or d- eat meat for a few weeks so that actually you're starving out bacteria certain bacteria so that you, you don't have pathogenetic 
basically pathogens in the gut, so yeah. like starving them out, and it's just all these things are great modalities, but it does come back to how we lived, yeah, you know, early days. But we don't. We're living on plastic floors with plastic shoes, no sunlight, covered in clothes, putting creams on us that stops the sunlight actually getting in. Oh yeah, uh, trust that's why we don't put the fluorescent lights on all the time. That's mm -hmm. why I would like this by the window because at least you have some kind of light on there. But no, I, it's gloomy today. There's <laughs> times I'll go outside. I'll be in like this little this little room that's over here. Mm -hmm. It's a little shot room, and so I'll be in there giving shots to people and talking with them. And sometimes I'm in there for like eight hours straight, like just because wow. we're just that busy, mm -hmm. or I'm coming out here real quick, and so then I'll finally go outside. I'm like. Oh God! Yeah. Just please, just soak it in, you know. Mm. I always enjoy seeing people just uh, outside of Paleo just walk outside and take off their shirts and just lay out there. We and saw a couple people do that, <laughs> but one guy did it during one of the breakout sessions, and he was supposed to be like the leader. Like they're like he just like left and went outside with his shirt yeah. off in the parking lot. <laughs> it's funny actually. Do you, um, it's a it's really interesting topic because it's an area that. So Matt Maruka, I'm not sure if you've heard of him, but he's the guy that owns Raw Optics. So it's okay. the blue blocking sunglasses company. Okay. And uh, he's Jack Cruz's mentee. He's 19 year old, super smart guy. Um, and um, I did a podcast like six weeks ago, and they asked me a question about grounding. And they, oh, snare got in. No, you pinch it. That's why. Yeah, yeah pinch it. There. Yeah. So it's a little bit, but. Is it, Good. Is it? Yeah. Is it? I'm not sure if it's just. I just turned it off. Okay. We'll kick him up here. That's weird. Um, it's probably because it's going so fast. Yeah. The little ones are not that big. Mm. The deal. It's the big ones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. <it> is. <laughs> yeah. So. Picking these up here. That's interesting. I've never seen that. Yeah. It's like there's a yeah, there's a big one coming through here. Uh -oh. Where? Where? Yeah, there's definitely a load going in actually. It's like there's a hole in the bag in the in the tube or something. I've never seen that before. Me actually. neither. Hmm. Is it still where your finger's at? Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've, I've now bent it over to stop the air going in. Yeah. Just in case. Yeah. yeah. Maybe swap out the drip. The I can probably... So it's just... I don't mind these bits, but it's just whether or not... That there's Yeah, there's quite a lot. Yeah, it's back. I it's back again. Um, yeah, so um, about the sunlight and grounding is really interesting. So I, I went to work. So on the podcast, they asked me something. I couldn't answer the science behind it. So I said, give me three weeks and let's do a follow-up podcast. So I literally destroyed every podcast and read everything I could and listened to every source I could on it. Yeah. And it's just really interesting, the whole grounding and sunlight thing. Really, really interesting. Um, if you're not grounding out when you get in the sunlight, it's obviously nowhere near as effective. Yeah, have you have you ever done any research or read about uh, uh, sun gazing? That's pretty intense, right? Yeah. Some some of the mm. research that goes on from that. Well, it's interesting because I'm reading a book at the moment called uh, Light and Health or Health and Light. Um, one way around, and the other, 
and it's basically a, a guy that was a photographer taking photos of plants every hour around the clock of every day for years to see how they grew and developed. And he noticed that when they had a flash, the blue light would make the plant think that it was morning and therefore not know what to do in terms of opening and closing. And also it wouldn't grow properly. So he knew that if it had glass over the top of the plant, i.e. in a greenhouse, it would stop certain rays from the sun coming in and therefore the plant wouldn't grow properly. Um, and so, um, yeah, he realised that certain wavelengths, obviously, that we can't see make plants develop and grow and heal. So there was a whole field, there was a whole field of um, crop that had a virus. Hmm. Two two fields, actually. One, he removed the, grass, the glass off the top and the virus went. The other, he left the glass over the top and the virus continued. Basically showing that that sunlight and um, that Tim with some skill right there. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, nice one, man. Right. Tim's getting the. Uh, uh, an IV, like usual, with a lot of our guests get IVs during our podcast. Um, so that's why there's some sightings right now, because we had... There we go. We're switching lines. Yeah, um, yeah so... Um, yeah, so basically, the, they realized that the sunlight was so fundamental to how the plant grew. And even if we couldn't see the sunlight or not, depending on the colors of the light, whether how the plant or the crop grew... And so he went through thousands of studies, basically, or hundreds of studies, looking at how light affected the growth of the plants and obviously how it affects humans. Now, why it's relevant is that a lot of the sunlight that goes in the eye apparently helps, um, that goes to the um, pituitary gland to help hormones balance correctly. So if we're wearing glasses or we wear contact lenses, it actually changes the light that goes into the eye, which means that our hormones don't, uh, aren't correct. properly. Yeah, and, and he's proven, obviously, shown this with plants. So Jack Cruz often says that if you put a plastic tarpaulin over a plant, it won't grow because it hasn't got the right sunlight. He also says that nutrients aren't so important as sunlight. Well, actually, they're synergistic. You can't plant a, pot, a, a, um, a plant in just a pot without soil with minerals in it. It won't grow, and it needs water as well, and it needs sunlight. Those are the three, obviously, the elements yeah. that make it so important. We're the same. We need the minerals, electrolytes. We need the water to flush the toxins out, and mm -hmm. obviously for structured water, which is where the sunlight comes in and the grounding, because it turns our water into structured water, which fuels the mitochondria. So it's like it's the whole synergistic thing together. Um, so that's why it's really, really important. Like I think whenever I see someone wear contact lenses or glasses now, yeah, I, I actually say, well, you think about getting lazy, or there's actually some lenses that you can wear at night which help shape the eye so that you don't need to wear lenses the next day and you wear oh, them at, and you wear them at night instead of during the day um, which that's someone interesting. well it's funny because I'll uh, when I practice my meditation sometimes I'll, I'll I'll look at the sun if I can if I'm access mm. to it like that's how I'll get into my meditation but I always mm. make sure that I don't have my glasses on mm. or my contacts on yet mm. um, and I do a lot without my glasses like I do them when I need to read and whatnot mm. and working but like yoga I practice yoga every single day and I just I just refuse to do it without my glasses I mean with with contacts or glasses on for the 
especially also just so I can get deeper into myself. Sometimes I'm like, I, I kind of like it that I can't see what's going on around me because I can just get into my practice. <laughs> your eyes, your eyesight will get better if you don't wear the glasses all the time, just because of the sunlight will get into your eye properly. Supposedly, this is what sure. they say. See, that's I mean, the opposite of what opticians. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, yeah it's funny that, isn't it? <laughs> Um, it's like, oh, you can fix your eyes for free if you just don't wear your glasses and you stare at the sun. Well, I stopped that wearing would sunglasses. Be a very good business model. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wouldn't. Oh well, yeah, I stopped wearing sunglasses and. Um, well, that's kind of the knock on like those blue blockers, right? Mm -hmm. It's almost like, or, or just glasses in mm -hmm. general. Like, why you should be letting the sun in? Yeah, I've got I've got mine here actually. Um, I use the rare optics ones. Really nice. So yeah, they, these are just like literally slight tans. They cut out seventy percent of the blue, um, opposed to the orange ones that cut out ninety percent. But yeah, these are so you don't look completely bonkers during the day. <laughs> but that's just generally when you're under fake light. Yeah, that's that's when I would mm. assume that I would use them too. It's yeah, those under. ones are good. The day ones. Especially if you sit in front of a TV screen all day, or you have these lights on. Yeah. yeah. What? I still have those. Hmm. I mean, that's weird. I mean, it's falling through. It's going through. Okay. Yeah, let's go. Let's speed it up. Funny. I've never heard that before. I've never seen this one either. Especially this far into an ID. Hmm. I mean, it, it, I think they must, it must be a... Uh, yeah, but it's coming through. But, I mean, these little bits are alright. Yeah. It's just the, the total sum of the parts I don't want, but... Yeah. Funny. And the weird thing is, too, I prepped it and... Primed it several times, and there's still like a little bit in there. Funny, isn't it? But I, it was um, it was going quicker down the tube than it could come out of the bag. So for me, it was like whether or not there was a seal issue for the dripper up here. Yeah, whether there was a seal issue or not. What's the only? I guess the only. Yeah. What do you think now? Seems alright. Sorry to be a pain. No, you're good. I will tell you, the, not to brag, but like I said, to plug that and to switch that line, yeah, that's yeah. that's the thing. Normally you have another connection there. Mm. I just stick mm. it just straight in. <laughs> so that's why it makes it a little bit tougher to go backwards. <laughs> yeah, thank you, dude. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. <clears throat> now it's coming down again. So you, did you grow up in London? I did, yeah, just outside of London. Is there more coming in? Is it all right? Sorry. I'm no, it's good. Unless you see some new ones. There was not new ones. There was some more coming down in there. That looks pretty clear. Yeah, good. Awesome. Thank you. Um, yeah, so I grew up outside of London. Yeah, sorry, I forget where we were. No, you're good. You're good. Um, yeah, 30, 30 miles outside of London, which is where we both come from. That's awesome. Yeah, I moved in about 10 years ago. So what football team do you follow? I don't. No, not at all? No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm health. <laughs> I'm, I'm health and work basically. Matthew's the football guy. Yeah. You used to follow Chelsea, didn't you? Yeah, I did once. When you had some sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I mean I'm pretty much all in or nothing type. So sure. when I was into football, I was into football, and now I'm kind of like 
it can consume a lot of your time. It's funny because I've learned throughout the years how to just like only read what I want to read and then watch the one game that I want to watch and, and not mm -hmm. care too much about it. But that took some work because it, it was it was the same way. It was like no, I need to watch all the games because I want to know when my play when my team plays that team, what that team's gonna look like and yeah. all that stuff. And it's just like yeah. you just get lost in that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean I, I, that's why I like. I just destroy podcasts and read books and like <laughs> everything I can in this space. Self motivation, obviously, oh, to yeah, figure sure. out to fix oh, yeah. myself the best. But yeah. So, what are the supplements that you guys are doing then? So, the supplements are kind of a multivitamin approach to different things most people don't normally take. So, like most people take multivitamins, and mm. so like that drink itself is a multivitamin, the one you had, but it has glutathione in it. Mm. I mean, how many multivitamins have glutathione in it, right? <coughs> Um, the Bliss up there is a sublingual SAMe and TMG. Mm. Oh, really? Now the cool thing oh, is, it's fun. most people will <laughs> find a SAMe by itself, mm. and for some people it can make them a little jittery. Mm. But the TMG, the trimethylglycine, mm. helps calm that you know that reaction down. But then it enhances mm. the methylation aspect of the detoxification. So for most people, we call it a mood booster. Mm. But for people who really need it, it's like a natural antidepressant. Yeah, which I just is cool. SAMe I've experimented with a lot. Actually, yeah, a lot, especially on the whole methylation journey. Yeah. Um, I've, obviously, it's the sh can be considered the shortcut, depending instead of working out the processes up to it. But it's great. I think it's a great as a a booster. Trimethylglycine for me is like taking crack. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> right. uh, if I could put it in an IV, I totally would. Yeah, it's, 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 incre <laughs> it's incredible stuff. Actually, it's like. I see, like I can, I start running around in circles, and my energy goes through the roof. So, oh yeah, oh you'd up, like that. I tested up to three grams of it a day. Oh really? Um, yeah, yeah. So five hundred is uh, <laughs> insane still. Well, I think this one. I want to say this one's like six hundred. Yeah, Let me see here. One of them, either the Sam E or this one. Okay, no, the trimethylglycine is six hundred milligrams, and the Sam E is four hundred. A good, that's a good dose. I mean, up, up to a gram is about right. I'm just trying to irritate the vein a little bit now. I feel like I'm being high maintenance today. No, you're fine. I mean, it was going quickly. Is it? Yeah. I can slow it down just a little bit as you go towards the end. Is that okay? Yeah, it's nice. Just, thank you. Yeah, the, the TMG is incredible, actually. I often, like, people that say that they're running low energy and whatnot, I often give them a test of a gram of oh, yeah. TMG. Um, and then, have you ever used uh, Seeking Health, uh, Ben Ben Minch's Seeking no, Health? No, I haven't. For, uh -huh. So he does a, a B12 methocobalamin and anisocobalamin mix, 800 mcg and 200 mcg. So it gives you, with methylfolate as well, all in one. Which is a nice That's really good. Yeah, and then if you add TMG in on top of that, then it's beautiful for most people. That's awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that's where the audio clip ends for me. I'm so sorry that it was kind of abrupt, but I hope you guys learned some cool stuff. This was literally just John and Baldo and Tim geeking out about all the different things. And I, I definitely didn't know about the interaction between Sammy and TMG until they started talking about that at the very end. So hope that helped you guys. And thank you so much for listening. Please make sure to subscribe and uh, we will be back next week with some great audio from during paleo effects and post with the new people that we have met during and since then. It's been pretty cool and I can't wait to share it with you guys. Have a good one. Oh, 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 oh,